Hello, everyone. Steam's Fridays. Friday time. Woo! Yes. Happy Friday. Feel the energy? You feel the energy? I'm trying to blast energy to the universe via a bunch of balls and throws going down cables. I was doing some fist pump into the opening music, but I yes, trying to trying to rave it up and rave it up all up in this censored for family show reasons. Hi, Mo. Hey, how you guys doing? You okay? Yeah, good. You? Yes, so good. I was in the same boat as you, Martin. When the intro was kicking in, I was getting proper retro vibes, and I want to get out my Sega Mega Drive and my Nintendo again. So, Mo, um, that you're you're exactly right. So you don't know this, but I wrote that music in like 1994. Wow. So when you're throwing out like Sega retro vibes, that's it. And then based off that, just the whole intro and everything, I'm like, we're going, we're going 80s, 90s arcade. The little Love it. generic, terrible universe picture as our background. Hey, it was the best era though, right? For 80s me, era. yeah. It didn't suck. <laughs> everything started sucking after about 95. Then got good again about 2010. I've just been trying to rewatch some uh, like eighties, nineties movies. Movies yesterday, Demolition Man. Oh, didn't know that, didn't know that, that was done in that. Who's Demolition Man? Uh, let's see, this is how much I don't know. Who is the, Mr. Who Stallone? Is yes, was yes. it Stallone? Rocky, Rocky guy. All right, Rocky guy. Yeah. So, Mo, hi. Who are you? So, yeah, hi, who am I? Um, so I'm known by many names, but uh, everyone knows me in the industry as Mo. I am a partner technology strategist, quite a mouthful. Um, um, so I look after Teams Rooms from a pre-sales technical perspective for all of EMEA, including the uh, Middle Eastern region. So good fun out there. Been with Microsoft uh, just gone three years now. So I joined at the very, very beginning of the journey of Microsoft Teams Rooms back when there were still only like four of us globally. Um, so me, my colleague, Rob Carlson, Justin Slade and Susanna back then, um, joined the company, went out to Seattle. Soon as I got back from Seattle, it was lockdown. Um, so <laughs> tasked with trying to sell Microsoft Teams rooms during COVID. And uh, yeah, strangely, I think we did a pretty good job in that. Yeah, a lot of people within Microsoft and, and externally as well, start, I mean, that's, during that era, I'm like, oh, OBS, I've heard of it. What do you do with it? And then how do you use NDI? And all these things entered our world during COVID lockdown, selling team drums. Real quick, I just want to answer to Josh Starkey. Fruity Loops didn't exist, I don't think, when I wrote that music. It was an emu orbit using Cakewalk software. Anyway, so, um, yeah, so did you jump on OBS or how did you how did you do the sales in lockdown? Uh, you know, I doubled with OBS, but, uh, you know, I didn't we had the laptop short done. Uh, so, so I didn't really have the best kit to use OBS, but literally, you know, teams was evolving like crazy. Right. Uh, and I think that's literally selling teams rooms over teams. Uh, and people just wanted it. People were, you know, super excited about, Hey, look, we're already working from home now and we just need to get on it and just get, uh, you know, start using teams. And, um, yeah, weirdly, was selling devices without physically showing devices, but showing videos and talking about it. And I don't know how we done it, but we did it. Um, thanks to everybody that's on the call, right? I'm, yeah. I'm kind of in the same thing working for Jabra. I'm trying to sell um, video cameras without going to someone's life. Like, it works okay because you can see me. This is, by the way, this is a Jabra 20, uh, P20. I'm not <laughs> trying to wave it off P20, but it's these, like this wall of P50s behind me. Those are the ones we're trying to move. And same basic concept is how do you give 
the feeling of what is this going to look like in my conference room without me or even you being in a conference room. So the, the challenge still exists because for some reason, companies don't want us to travel 300 days a, a year. So with a Pelican case of our devices and it'd be a full team MTR or, a, or just a you know, camera speaker microphone. So yeah. Good yeah. Time. See, see, see the funny thing is, I mean, the way I look at it is over the last, what, three years or so, we've all got so used to working from home and, and, and having, you know, kind of great experiences using desktop, right? Using your webcam, using, you know, a nice large screen and seeing everyone's faces instead of seeing like rooms, we're seeing people's faces. And we're just so used to kind of that sort of format now. Uh, and that's why I'm, I, I see it being a lot more easy. And that's where people want to get the same experience when they move back into the office. I don't know about you guys, but, you know, when the lockdown started ending and, you know, I started coming back into the office, the experience wasn't the same. You know, you see the whole room full of 10 tiny little people with 10 tiny little heads and <laughs> who was who, right? And I'm like, oh, I just want to sit in front of my PC in my shorts again uh, and, and you know, just have a great experience. So, yeah, there we go. Always we go. wearing shorts. You've got Crocs on as well. Um, well, well, they're right next to me. <laughs> Crocs, sure, I'll put the Crocs on. That's key, right? Hey, uh, Mo, Lars wants to know where are your kids today? They are with the missus. I kind of said to her, I was like, hey, look, I'm doing a live stream. You've got to keep them quiet. So I don't know what she's doing, but they're quiet at the moment and they're locked away. But my house is full of kids right now. It's half term week, which means it's a holiday for everyone here in the UK. Um, so in the other room, there's like four other kids. My, my sister decided to drop all the kids off. One of the twins is, is asleep. The other one's awake, messing about. But at the moment, don't jinx me. It's peaceful right now. And if I start going on mute, you'll know why. And how many how many kids do you have and which one do you like best? So I have four kids. Let me tell you the story, right? All right. I've got an eight-year-old boy, um, my pride and joy. Uh, I've got a six-year-old daughter, love her to bits as well. And I was like to the missus, I said to the missus, one more would be nice. You know, a family of five would be good. Oh. One more, one more would be good. And, you know, get a nice basketball team. Yeah. All of a sudden, we go to the hospital to have the first scan and uh, looking at the blobs on screen. And I'm like, hold on, that looks like two. And the midwife looks up and looks back down on her console. And she's like, yeah, congratulations. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you something, Michael Martin. I went through every single emotion. <laughs> first, I was like, yeah twins never had twins in my family and then i'm like oh my god i'm gonna have to sell the car i'm gonna have to buy a van and the, the house and you know <laughs> then, then, like rage and murder i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to sacrifice the older one to provide food for the younger ones i know right it was like a two-for-one offer so but but i'm i feel blessed it's 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 amazing i get no sleep i have vomit on my shoulder all the time but it's well, uh, how old are, it's, how old are, the, how old are the, the twins so the twins were twins were actually uh, premature when they were born. So they are six months right now, but four months if you kind of correct the date and stuff. But yeah. They're starting to get little personalities and things and uh, smiling and stuff. So it's getting it's getting fun now. It's getting fun. You're, so you're definitely your life is 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 Over. essentially selling teams rooms and raising kids <laughs> and that's it. Yes. Yes. You don't, even have, you're, you don't even have time to work on the next kid, do you? There's just, just oh, no, no opportunity. Oh, no yeah. more. No more. No, I can't. No. I can't do any more kids. I mean, no, I had to, the car. I was. I was. My my partner was like, "Are you excited about the twins?" And I was like, "Yeah, but what about the car?" She was like, "All you're thinking about is the car," because I had a Tesla Model S, and I was like, wow. "I'm not going to put a six in there." But uh, I managed to talk her into uh, 
Tesla Model X, which is the six seat version. Uh, there you the, go. Open doors and stuff. So, uh, yeah, amazing. Oh, good. Uh, Matt Bailey thought you smelled a bit funky at ISC. I guess that explains you. You can only wash your, you, can, you, can, you can put the shirt in the wash, but some things just don't come out. There's some things just the stain doesn't come out or the smell. <laughs> Matthew, keep laughing. I'm praying that you're going to have twins as well, right? So uh, yeah, let's 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 go for it. <laughs> I don't need twins. I'm afraid. So speaking of, uh, you saw Matt at ISC. You were, you were at ISC. You got to interview was it Kruthika or Sandia? Sandia, right? Sandia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So tell me about ISC. Tell me what you learned from Sandia. Tell me what you what just kind of your impressions of ISC. Hey, I, IEC was amazing. You know, uh first off I have to do a little complaint. You know, last year's ISC uh Barcelona was in April, May time. So yeah, and, and, and I was there, so that made yeah. it instantly better. This time it, I wasn't. It, it was great weather, right? Really good weather. And, and it, it was, was in the UK and uh this year. My partner was like, "Hey, you're going to Barcelona. You're going to love it." And I was like, "I don't even know what to what to what to pack because I don't know what the temperature is going to be like." It was cold. I was shivering. I'm a tropical guy, right? So, so it was it was pretty cold. So that, that's the one downside. But IAC was amazing. It was great to get out there, see everybody's faces again. I felt like it was going back to like how the normal um, uh, IAC used to be back in back in Amsterdam. Um, cold. But- <laughs> Yes, cold That's as well. We first met. We first met at I- I- see Amsterdam, and yeah, it was a cold, my first week. rainy Microsoft. Yes. Was your first yes. week? It was. Yeah, literally, I just joined, and two days later, I flew out to Amsterdam. Okay, so, got um, it. Which then ties into you go to Seattle, COVID. I went to Seattle to Amsterdam, and then Amsterdam to home to shut down. I did the other way around. Amsterdam right. first, Seattle, and then that was it. Lockdown. Yep. Uh, but it felt like it felt like the old uh, kind of ISC over in Amsterdam, and uh, you know, I was a little apprehensive because. The Microsoft stand, as big as it was and as great as it looked, we had no products. We were like, we're not going to do any products. We're going to do theater sessions. We're going to talk about different things around Teams rooms, bite-sized elements. Uh, but all the partners, all of our wonderful OEM partners um, out there will have, will have you know, kind of product on there. Getting out there and seeing how many stands, even partners we've never spoken to, mm-hmm. really embracing Teams rooms uh, was amazing. And I think one of the, one of the things that really kind of opened not just my eyes, but the whole Microsoft team's eyes was the number of display OEMs, display manufacturers. Be, yeah, in the last year or so, I'm sure Greg, if Greg Jeffries is here, he's, he's happy to hear that. Yes. That yes. Display he, he, people, yeah, it's like displays are suddenly moving up the list of things to consider. It used to be just like, take whatever screen is in the room and attach your things to it. Sorry, room. <laughs> My Indiana accent, room. Uh, take take what's ever in there, attach, and off you go. And Greg's probably sitting there banging his head against the wall. It's like, yeah, but if the screen's too big, if it's too thing, is it mounted? What is it? The width of the table? What kind of table is it? Is it this kind? You need that? What's the lighting? What's it backlit? Is it frontlit? Is it a projector? It's like all yeah. those things we never really talked about. But in the last year or so, all these vendors I'd never heard of. There you go. <laughs> Greg's jumping in. <laughs> and, and about about a year ago, it it, it it was just roughly when I met Greg at Barcelona last year. Yeah. Um, and, and just seeing his LinkedIn posts, it seems like the the industry, I guess. So I don't think I think these 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 displays have always been there, but I think the industry is finally waking up, and those display vendors are going, yeah, there's a big hole in the market that people are just taking whatever trash monitor they put up nine years ago. It still has an HDMI input. <laughs> but that's um, the thing, right? I mean, when you walk into a meeting room, that's the first thing you see. You yeah, see the it's a key piece to have a nice display on the wall. 
it's a bit like a living room with a, a, an amazing fireplace. You know, you walk in and you're like, wow, that's 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 crazy. It's like the showpiece across there. And uh, yeah, I mean, Greg uh, had uh, an amazing kind of stand with Epson and, you know, uh, uh, and Greg, hi, you know, it, the stuff that Greg puts out there is is the stuff that IT teams don't really think about, right? So when, we, when we're selling Teams rooms, normally we speak with the IT guys and they're like, oh yeah, you know, stick a resource account on, we're connected with Teams and hey, presto, we're up and running. Nobody thinks about the acoustics, the lighting, the, the glare, the viewing angle of, of, of the screens. And during COVID, it's all come back. We've done a full circle because back when I used to work a, a distribution partner and we used to do AV, we used to think of stuff, stuff like that. And when Skype room systems kicked in, it all of a sudden got rid of that element because it was like, hey, this is all plug and play. It's nice and easy now, right? You don't have to think of anything. Plug it anywhere you want and away you go. Uh, and then COVID kicked in and all of a sudden we're thinking about human behavior and we're thinking about where, you know, people looking at people's faces and and and, and kind of communicating that way. And we've done that 360 where we're now starting to look at furniture and and actually the thing that I say to customers all the time is you're creating behaviors, inside of meeting room spaces. You know, if you just have a rectangular table with chairs facing each other, you're just going to see the side, side of someone's of face. Um, but the way we've got the guitar pick tables and, you know, all these cool um, uh, concepts that are now coming out, you're forcing those behaviours in the room to get people to look directly at the screen. So, you know, some a- amazing information that Greg has with his white paper. I'll give you a little plug there as well. Um, you know, do check it out. Um, definitely something to think about. Yep, and not to sleep on Harold uh, Steindl with his uh, audio. He's, he does a lot of – I read a bit of his background, Harold. Hi. Um, he did the audio for something massive back in the, back in his days. I forget exactly what it was. So, yeah, there's we got audio guys, we have video guys, and then you have generalists like me that – you don't want me designing your conference rooms? <laughs> I'll point you to a partner, and they will they will do the design. I'm happy to help you set it up once it's designed help you to guide towards what equipment you might want, but not after the, after the partner says, which one of these three cameras, these are the three cameras we recommend. These are the three, whatever's we recommend. I'll help you make that choice. So, so, so Michael, I've got a question for you actually then. So, yeah. so are you one of those guys that when you walk into a meeting room, the first thing that you do is you look at the cameras, mic speakers, and you're like, Ooh, that's placed too high or that's placed too low. Oh God. Have you ever, you've never been to the Microsoft office in Tampa. It's, <laughs> it's, I, I open a support case. Because the camera, the camera was, I am six feet, seven inches tall, two meters, one to those using a proper measuring system. And I don't think this camera, my webcam isn't even, I got to point it up. Let's see. Well, You're too tall for the pan. Maybe I'll be back here. So I'm two meters tall, six feet, seven. The camera was mounted this much above my head. Wow. Right. So top of the screen. And now you're sitting at seating height. It is the absolute worst eye of God camera placement I've ever seen. And it's in a Microsoft conference room using Microsoft Teams. I opened a support case. <laughs> it made you feel as small as I am. You can't beat me in my height though, right? I'm like five foot three. I yeah. So imagine you trying to stand, just trying to touch the camera to like adjust it. You'll have to stand on a chair. Yep. Health and safety. Yep. I can't do it. I'll, I'll drop off. <laughs> yeah. So I, yes, I very much noticed that. Um, the one also at the Microsoft's in Tampa. Now there isn't an easy way to fix this. The table points towards, towards a window. So the camera is just sitting on the table. Now they could bring a pole down and kind of block the view of the window or set up a little 
credenza or something. So you, you just kind of have to see how the room's laid out and where the screen is. But yeah, that's another one where, um, yeah, that one's a little tougher. But yeah, the camera is just sitting on the table, which at least is kind of eye level. It's at least not eye of God. It's a little, and it's not totally up your nose camera either so yeah i do i was walking with uh, nate smyer who who lives here in the area we were walking through downtown st petersburg one day and, and there was a conference rooms and he stopped and looked in to see what they were using <laughs> i believe it was a cisco system but he's like he's like wait wait what are they using in there that's a cisco there that's a blah 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 so yeah i not only i'm not i'm not the only one and i'm sure most of the people on the uh watching right now who are teams rooms people are yeah we when i go by a conference room i see what they're doing if it's good or bad yeah just a comment from lars am i the only one that always looks behind the screens no i do the same thing you know i'm a i'm a sucker for cable management Uh, i've seen some great posts on linkedin where there's some really nice cabling that goes on and it's just a a nest of of cables i know something happens to me i'm like oh i can't i can't handle it yeah there's gonna be too much interference or what if accidentally one gets pulled out i hate that I'm about to embarrass myself on cable management. But in my defense, I'm only ever at the location when um, an event is going on. So you have to be careful. And I never go there during the off hours. But this is a small rack that, let's see, where's, is it, can I not find the picture easily? Is this at your house or somewhere else? No, this is at the, nope, I can't find it easily. Oh, here it is. There we go. So let me just share this. And and and, and I admit it's embarrassing. And I do intend to fix it. But um, it's out there in the wild now. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's an eyesore. Things just hanging at different angles. I, need a- I will point out all the cables are labeled. <laughs> so you can see the little wire wraps, label wraps. And yeah. we took down an old Toshiba phone system and we just, we just, this last week installed the, had you been here two weeks ago, these, the, the cable modem and router were just laying, just hanging. So <laughs> we got the shelves put in, but I haven't, yeah. I haven't gone in yeah. on a time when no one is at, is at the location and taking the time to, to properly wrap it up and, and tie noticed, it up. And notice there's a switch hanging by a throat, by the cable. Uh, it's, I, this is actually on a screw. Oh, one, just one. One. Yeah, so it's not so it is secured, but there's yeah, a POE, a POE adapter that can't be screwed in anywhere because he's just the, yeah. These are all POE adapters that go to Ubiquity uh, wireless down, access yeah. points. Go down. There he is. Oh, this one. Yeah, he's he's just out. Yeah, there. just oh. hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you you could do with some maybe tidy that up a little. Just a little, yeah. So yeah. I, I I will get this fixed. This is this is not okay to me. But yeah, looking at the back of a TV screen and seeing what's going on. That's so um, what was there. You say a PBX was there. A PBX was there. Wow. It's all it's all been converted to Teams phone. So the PBX got torn out. Um, all the yeah. PBX gear was taken out, and that's where that big white area was for me to screw in the um, the racks. The the, the rack So you know what? Work in progress. It is a work in progress. So about three years. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's a subreddit of. Check out the cable. There you go. Subreddit. If you want a palate cleanser. 
I went, I, when I went, not, I went to a stag do in Thailand. I've been to Thailand before, but their cable management, just wherever you go on the streets, is just insane. I don't think they've ever got to the point where if they have a 20 meter cable that they'd ever shorten it, even if they want to do a one just meter. Let, they just roll it up, let it hang on the streets. You're just walking down with electrical cable, everything just, you can just grab, pull it. It's just a nest. They, uh, I think they just gave up on cable management a long time ago. I'll probably have a picture somewhere because um, let me see if I can find yeah, one. Yeah, do what I did, Google Photos, and I typed in the city I was in, that, that cable mess is in. Also, the I, cable mess under my desk is not great. I mean, but that's because the cable organizer, the, the little the thing that, you know, hides the cables is on the floor now instead of attached. But I'm rewiring some things. So being does uh, let me it's, cable management is always a work in progress. I mean, when because once it's done, you're like great, and then you never want to touch it again. It's like, oh, this took four hours to make it look this nice, and I need to replace one cable. Oh, oh can you, can yep. you see? Yeah, share my screen, and then uh, oh yeah, there we go. There's some pictures of similar that. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's definitely that not mine. Nice. That's that's, yeah, that's what we're looking for. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's just walk down the street. There you go. Wow. So you just search, search Bing for like Thailand cabling? Thailand cable management. Yeah. This is popped up. I mean, if you're ever trying to troubleshoot that, you probably just lay a new cable. I think that's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, Bangkok. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Love it. Right. So how, how, did, how, how did we dive on to... Uh, I don't know. We were asking... We're talking about ISC, and we've ended up about cable management. <laughs> oh, but I, then we started talking about... Uh, he said all the display vendors, and then I jumped on yes. that. So we got into displays. Yeah. is important. And audio is important. And then does anybody look behind the display? Yeah. And then it was yep. the obvious rabbit hole. Do we talk... Big time. Shall we rein it back in? Back to ISC? Sure. What else did you learn at ISE other than displays? And then what can we launch off into another five minutes? <laughs> uh, you know, the, the Microsoft stand, you know, it w- was heaving. Um, and, and little old me, I'm, I'm a short guy, like I said, in real life. So, you know, I'm, I'm stuck in everyone's armpits trying to get through people um, going across there. People were just kind of drawn towards the Microsoft stand and surrounding us with all the OEM partners with, with kind of all of their amazing kit across there. And it was... Uh, an absolute pleasure for me to kind of, you know, do this stuff with Sandia, uh, Q&A with Sandia. Uh, Ilya was there as well, some really good sessions there, uh, right opposite the Jabra stand as well. So, uh, so Jabra did a did an announcement as well, right, Michael? We did. We announced that coming shipping June 15th is a, an Android bar, Android or our first Android collaboration bar. Not going to sell Jabra, but, you know, if you know our 180-degree camera, now add Android to it and you can natively host Teams and uh, Zoom meetings on it. Uh, how did you think the booth went having no product? Because we did, I did Enterprise Connect in Orlando and there's a booth with no product, but that was not planned that way. It was just that um, uh, they just decided to join Enter- Enterprise Connect very quickly yeah, and yeah. didn't have time to put, you know, hire booth builders and all that. So how do you think it went as a planned no, no product thing? Yeah, to be, to be honest, I thought it went really well i was apprehensive in the beginning but uh i think it went really well because who better 
to talk about the products than the OEMs, right? They're the experts in the field. They're the guys that create these amazing, amazing demos. Um, you know, I'll call out Poly as an example. You know, they 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 always create some really good ones. Yaling, of course, mm-hmm. Logitech as well had one of the biggest stands out there as well. Crestron, um, uh, and 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 those guys really had some amazing demos and. It was kind of Microsoft, the Microsoft stand was kind of like that meeting point. Everyone comes to Microsoft, speaks to the Microsoft guys and say, okay, you know, what's happening? What's new? Here's some questions. We want to talk strategic stuff. And then wherever you look, you're looking at an MTR partner. And it's like, right, I'm going to go check out Lenovo. I'm going to go check out Logitech. And and then everyone kind of heads back to the meeting point, grab a coffee, has a chat with the folks on, on the stand. Uh, I thought it went really well. It was an amazing experience. I loved it. And, I, and again, for all all the viewers that were at IEC and uh, did visit this stand and were there during IEC, thank you. Thank you so much. You know, you guys are the reason that Teams Rooms is becoming so successful. Yep. And Lars, I joined Jabra too late to make the cut. So hopefully, hopefully IEC next year, if not, those going to Enterprise Connect, I will be there. There you go. Trick question. You never have enough Panacast 50s in your office. I mean, I've got the wall of Panacast 50s, and somebody at Microsoft uh, at Jabra even goes, "Man, that's intimidating to see that many boxes." But I mean, it's what I do. So I'm sure if you talk to a Logitech person or or a Lenovo person or whomever, they've got stacks of their products as well. So uh, look at Matthew thinks that he agrees at the IC that the the Microsoft booth it looked good worked. with it. It, it worked. Yeah, yeah, and the sessions look good. So yeah, great job. You know what else works, Mo? What's that? Mo Mondays. Mo what Mondays. is Mo Mondays? Mo Did you just ask what is Mo Mondays? Mo Mondays. No Mondays. Yeah. Mo if you haven't checked out Mo Mondays, you absolutely need to check out Mo Mondays, right? So, so it, Mo Mondays, the concept came around. There's too much information around Teams rooms everywhere. Sometimes, you know, a lot of us we're we're so busy, um, we just don't have the time to sit through a 45-minute presentation to try and learn about, you know, Teams Rooms, all the new features. Uh, and a lot of us, you know, kind of turn to blogs, vlogs, you know, YouTube, uh, such as this. And, uh, you know, speaking to Michelle Boom and my manager um, and uh, a few of the other guys, Jimmy uh, as well. And I think it was Jimmy, actually. He was like, yeah, Mo Mondays. Mo Mondays sounds really cool. And and that's how it was. It was, it was born in the back of a taxi uh, in Barcelona, actually. And uh, we were like, yeah, Mo Mondays sounds really good. Five minutes, bite-sized information around all things Teams Rooms, whether we're talking sales, whether we're talking technical, whether it's a, a brand new feature that's coming along, a five-minute dose of Mo uh, with a bit of humor added in as well um, is what you'll get Monday, 10 a.m. CET or uh, 9 a.m. Uh, GMT. Uh, yeah, see, see, the first, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to kind of put it out there. The first couple of episodes, um, I was nervous, man. I was nervous as hell. I find it a lot more challenging to try and talk in five minutes to yourself and try and get that right than spending an hour or so, you know, speaking speaking with with, with everybody. But that first session, if you haven't watched it, watch it. For uh, that one is really about conversation starters. How do you start that conversation off with your customers, with C level staff members? And you know, that's sometimes we find a big challenge, right? So, so how do we start off talking about Teams rooms? Because a lot of customers come up to us saying, "Hey, we need to." kit out our meeting rooms, but they haven't really thought about how do we kit out the meeting rooms? You know, have we thought about the challenges that we have today? Have we thought about hybrid work or digital transformation? Uh, and, and and usually, you know, when we have these t- sort of conversations, it kind of opens up the eyes of 
those planners that are designing those meeting rooms to think about, you know, oh, we didn't think about equality in a meeting room. We didn't think about cameras at eye level. Uh, and it really sets the scene to really have those rich conversations with customers. So that first episode uh, is about starting those conversations. Um, second episode will be airing, of course, on Monday. Uh, and uh, it's, 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 it should be one of your favorites, Michael. Uh, and it's titled, It's Just an Appliance. So, it's Just an Appliance? Yes, yes. Yes and no. <laughs> yes, yes. It's not a PC. That was always your other phrase, Michael, wasn't it? Oh, the team drums. It's not a PC. Yes, it's the the slide. That was that was a Nate Smyre thing. It's like he was getting beat up. It's like, well, it's just a PC we put on the network. It happens to run a conference. It's not a PC. It is an appliance. Yeah. So, so yeah, Bo Mondays. Make sure you uh, jump on, like, subscribe. Yep. And it, uh, I always forget the AK. It's ak.ms slash, I think, Teams Rooms Tech Talk. It is. Yes, Teams Rooms Tech Talk. That's the YouTube channel. You can always just search for Teams Rooms Tech Talk. Um, this, this is hosted there as well, of course. Um, and, uh, yeah, let me know. Let me know what you want to learn about, what you want to hear about. And uh, AKMS Teams Rooms Tech Talk doesn't work. I thought that was it. Anyway, Teams Rooms Tech Talk on YouTube. and um, Or just follow Mo on LinkedIn. And I, I also rebroadcast. Uh, We'll share the the posts as will Jimmy Vaughn and others. So uh, we need to start over. So we got a nice request. So Mo, who are you? How many kids do you have? Which one's your favorite? Tell me what you think about ISE and what is Mo Mondays? Oh wow! Well, we're thirty minutes in. I've got to do the whole lot again, right? So yep. <laughs> um, uh, so, so to recap for LinkedIn user, myself, right? I'll reintroduce myself. My name is Mo. I'm a PTS or a Partner Technology Strategist for Teams Rooms. Um, looking after kind of the EMEA region, everything Teams Rooms, pre-sales, technical, um, speaking to you wonderful folk uh, and your customers around all things Teams Rooms. Hey, um, what do you, what can you guys say about Teams 2.0? <laughs> I think you just said what you're allowed to say about Teams 2.0. I can talk about it because I'm not an MVP or a Microsoft employee, but I won't. But basically... Uh, as best I understand, for those looking for the team's general talk, around March, the long-awaited rewrite of Teams will be uh, released. There's been uh, previews of it, essentially, on the team's consumer in Windows 11. And so the full Teams version of that will come out. It is, uh, I think, officially not called Teams 2.0. That's just what internal to Microsoft is called. It's just going to stay the team's client. But it is going to be re- moving from Electron to React. I believe, and moving from JavaScript to WebView, Edge WebView 2, which should increase or decrease memory usage by 50%, decrease CPU usage, increase battery life because less memory and CPU usage, and set the stage for a lot of new features to come, such as being able to switch tenants without having to switch tenants. So I think that now you guys can either confirm or deny all that, but that's what I've been reading in the public press. So those of you who have not noticed the Teams 2.0 articles coming out lately, because uh, I don't know if it's a leak or if these agencies have been allowed to say what they're allowed to say, but that is, that's Teams 2.0 and Martin and Mo can't say a thing about it because they are under non-disclosure agreements uh, of what they know and they may accidentally leak something so they can either confirm or deny. I did read the same public article as you, Michael. There you go. And what was in that public article was what I just said, but doesn't necessarily true. 
think you can agree to that. It may not, it may not necessarily be true. I don't know where they got their sources from. There you go. So uh, what, what else is on the roadmap? That's a team's roadmap thing and for the whole team's client. Roadmap, roadmap. I was, You're just I was. getting you guys awkward. <laughs> awkward silence. <laughs> We did do uh, we did cover what's new last. Uh, let me share my screen. We did do what's new last week. I'm waiting for the new. Yeah, we did do it, well, what's new, but there uh, think, there was a whole yeah, roadmap. I have a look. I did look through the roadmap. There was a few things that. Um, oh, there we go. Yeah, there was a few things that caught my eye. So this was. I think I selected new from last week. Change within last that's week. Yeah, that's where you go to AK. Did you go to AK.ms slash MTR roadmap? Oh, that takes you to the team's rooms one. See, I was just yes. doing teams all up. No, we want to talk about the team's rooms things. It was mentioned briefly in selling team's rooms, but we can dig in a little deeper. There's the big one. Front row layout for team's rooms on Android, March 2023. So yeah, These are jumping in the roadmap, and they're like, not long to wait. I think the question's been asked many times, when's this coming? Um, yeah. I saw the jump on the roadmap, and... Yeah, here it is. Oh, since I was oh. making so oh, hold on, uh, hold on, hold on, real quick. I'm going to well, flarg. What happened? I'm going to roll back in time before we go into this. Here, let me, let me, let me, let me. Let's go back, and it's this is heading to a front row thing. So let me present share screen. This is the uh, conference room at the Microsoft office. <laughs> There's the camera. Now, if you think that's not very high, again, I'm six feet seven or two meters one, and it is this, it is like my whole head above where it's located. So, is, is there nowhere else in that room to put that camera? Um, you know, it's on a stick. Lower the yeah. stick. <laughs> Make a longer stick. Buy buy another meter of stick. I like that's the view out the window. Oh, you may have to buy a longer cable, which could then lead into. A um, or is, it just is it for the camera to tilt and look out the window? I yeah, you know why is the camera on that end when the screen is on another side? Is it not visible again? Cool. So this is as Mo was saying, side of head camera. This is this is back of head camera. Wow. So that these are the pictures I sent to Microsoft support. Uh, I don't know what that is. These are the pictures I sent to uh, the AV. Support saying, "Hey, don't do that." <laughs> it's got ceiling microphones in, uh, ceiling speakers in there as well. Uh, it looks that way, right? Now I'm just looking at things in this room. Yeah, wow. and then I mean, it's a, I, it's a lovely view of yeah. of the of Tampa Bay. But anyway, the reason we're going here is then front row is just a view, and uh, coming to teams rooms. Uh, oh yeah. So I was in another conference room the other day. Um, I think I might have a picture of that as well in the same building. And it's one of those, can you see what's wrong? Here we go. What is wrong with this image? So let me present, share screen. This is also, again, in the Microsoft office in Tampa. Anybody see what's wrong with this screen? Now, this is, this is, a, this is actually a difficult question because it's not in front row view, but it becomes obvious in front row view. The left and right monitors are flipped. So when you go into front row view, the chat is in the middle. 
and the raise hand cue is in the middle and the people on the outside and whatever. So I did have it in front row view. I'm like, these screens are flipped. Now I could have gone back there and swapped the cables for them, but that's not my job. Um, so yeah, um, if you think that, now this is done essentially by vendors, not by um, Microsoft, but somebody signs off on those rooms, so. Yeah, but you can, you can I'm 99% sure you can switch it from software. Um, you can you, you can, can just, yeah hit swap screens inside the thing yeah so anyway uh, back to front row that's it you said front row is the thing when you do front row make sure that the chat is on the outside and not in the middle of the screen if so swap HDMI cables or tap swap screens to make it correct you'll probably get some people actually physically changing the screens around right <laughs> Moving them over, and then plugging the cables in the other way around. Yep, there's Jeff jumping in because um, he Jeff. I'm sorry, Greg. I said Jeff. Greg is, uh, I believe, I don't want to necessarily speak for him. A big proponent of uh, large single screen versus two smaller screens. So there are some compromises. You see fewer people on the bottom on a single screen, but to his point, you can have larger centered content. And looks like uh, Graham may have caught because there's a slight delay, wrong way around, on the uh, monitors. So I think Graham caught that. Anyway, front row is coming to Android. Back to the uh, back to the roadmap. Uh, long awaited. Long awaited. Yeah. There's two I mean, others as well for Android. Meeting join. Yeah. I mean, we've always said feature parities. Oh, yeah. So go back up to the meeting join. This is one that has been actually kind of been bugging me. Um, it's when you hit the meet now button on Android. It's like, who do you want to invite? Versus on Windows, it jumps straight into the meeting, which when you're testing is such a big, let's just get straight into the meeting. Um, whereas on Android, it's like, okay, let me call Adele Vance. Adele isn't answering right now. I'm like, I know I'm not signed in as Adele anywhere. Just get me into the freaking meeting so I can see if the camera's working or test this audio or whatever I'm trying to test a feature. I'm like, I don't care that Adele isn't there. So I'm a big fan of the, you jump straight into the meeting now. Um, meeting ID and passcode. Looks like it's also coming to Android. I did yeah. use that when I was in the Microsoft office. Um, I, yeah, I, they have it locked down, so I couldn't use um, um, proximity join to join the meeting. Uh, it was an external tenant that they blocked, so I couldn't forward the invite to it. So I'm like, how am I going to get this conference room into my meeting? I typed in the meeting ID code and password, and then I was able to get the Microsoft.com account into my Jabra.com meeting. So that was fun. Let's see. On MTRs for Androids, when enabling third-party join via PowerShell, you still have to enable it on the console since it's not a current available feature in the Teams Admin Center or Pro Portal for it to work. I believe that's correct. I haven't touched an Android in a while. I know, ironic, Jabra is about to get one, but they haven't shipped me one yet. I believe you still have to enable it on the console. You have to do it on Windows, even though you do the PowerShell on Windows. So I'm going to say yes, and let's see if the uh, chat jumps in and can properly verify that. Probably Graham. Uh, So anyway, meeting ID and passcode, that's all good. And then uh, enhanced content sharing. This is basically, as best I understand it, uh, audio can now be shared via the HDMI ingest. Yep. Yep. So that's, that's a big one. It took a long time for that to come to Windows. Um, but again, Android and Windows, right? Not the same code, really, in any way. The cloud services part is the same, but the the local part is different. So 
I think this gets into Android drivers and making sure Android drivers are available on Android <laughs> that, that can pass this data along. And then once that was added, then wiring up the Android application to take that and send it upstream. And it says add annotations to share content or view that when a desktop user starts a session and Teams Premium support for watermark enabled meetings to safeguard confidential information. Yeah, that'd be good, definitely. Yeah, so uh, this is a this is a huge update. I yeah, mean, so I'm imagining a software update for Android maybe March time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I know a lot of the features are currently available in tab. So uh yeah. That's uh usually when it hits tab it's not too far off providing everything goes well and no issues whatsoever. I'm testing a few of these right now. Yeah, provided there's no no blocking bug. Uh breakout room participant shuffle. If you ever need to shuffle anyone in breakout rooms, let's go in. New channel experience. And that was added yesterday or today. Today. What is this new channels experience built with an intuitive design that helps teams focus and act while marketing got involved? The new (laughs) channels experience include compose box and recent posts will appear at the top of the page. The compose box at the top of the page and outside of the bottom. Nice. Recent posts will appear at the top of the page. Every post will now have a conversation view and a new right pane with the channels key information. I think I'm going to have to see that to know what that really means. I know the phone I've, seen it it's kind of the recent posts i think it says you kind of flip around they're at the top rather yeah. than looking at the bottom um, and scrolling over there. i'm just uh, i'm just double i guess that aligns there. with outlook where you know outlook the newest is at the top and then by default the newest is at the top and you work your way down yeah yeah so start new yeah the compose box start new post is is at the top and it's oriented top down that's gonna mess me up for a week uh, oh, I'm looking at that screen, trying to scroll my mouse on the wrong screen. Simplified app update experience. Clear and transparent app update experience. User only need to approve or update an app, a new version. I'm not sure what that one is. A uh, big one for phone. Change call queue and auto-attendant greetings and announcements by authorized users. Oh, Graham's jumped in. If you use the new wizard intact to create a meeting room, that can enable external processing. No need for PowerShell. So it's been added to the uh, to the wizard. Recent's at the top, and you scroll down rather than up. That's it, Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah so a big one uh, for Teams phone. Um, you can have authorized users uh, change the call queue and auto tenant group. Yeah, that. I mean, I, as I, I do use that for the the little society I operate. By the way. I will share this as I'm talking about that. So I'm a big fan of the auto-tenant call key, so I don't need to share it necessarily with other people. But um, that is a – I can see for large organizations that that is super important. Yeah, so I think there's been some workarounds and scripts and things that you could use. But, yeah, I think that's welcome to to have that now in there. That, that yeah, here we go. So this is uh, for the organization in case uh, we're, we're having a sausage fest on March 4th. <laughs> so, yes, we are. Of course we are. It's, it's you know, Tampa Bay's worst festival. So if you're in the wow. Tampa Bay area or coming to visit, please visit my sausage fest. <laughs> Look at all these different sausages that are that are that we have on the list. South African sausage. We're, we're, we're Debra Tiener, Hungarian. English bangers. <laughs> 
Hey, Mo, you can have some bangers. Mo and, Mo and Martin, you can have some bangers. At the Any mash? Any mash? No mash. No mash. <laughs> no mash. Just bangers. No mash. Gravy. So they're, we're, we're going to have wiener dogs, like actual wiener dogs. So dachshunds will be running around. Sausage dog. Yep, sausage dogs. So, all right, back to back to business. Sorry, I just had to bring up the, my organization and advertise my uh, my event. Uh, I think that's more or less all the ones that caught my eye, really. Um, we've done the Android magnified slide in PowerPoint Live uh, in view recordings inside LMS. That's the last in changed in the last week, uh, changed within the last month. Anything else? Breakout rooms participants who've done that. I'm always uh, thankful for the people who do keep a close eye on the roadmap. Like I got a feeling some people active, speak, active speaker in meetings. That was one as well. That's recently been added. That was the start of this month. Enable zooming while Ooh, viewing. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, click on that. What is that? Users can now zoom in and out while viewing a screen share. So if you're sharing your screen, like like, uh, like earlier when I was sharing the screen, you wanted to zoom in maybe on the dangling PoE adapter. You could do that independently on your own. In Teams, yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, I think that's most of. Yeah, the video filters in Teams meetings. When is that? Oh, March 2023. That's the thing that lets you, I think, right so far, and if it's NDA, you don't have to answer this. Um, it's just canned things that are in the, in the like like lower thirds kind of things that canned, but uh, I haven't seen or heard if I can make my own little lower thirds or not. So if that's NDA, then don't answer yes or no. <laughs> I would guess because you can do your own backgrounds, but that didn't come day one either. As best I remember, that came slightly later doing backgrounds. So who's who's going to miss the ultrasound howling? I will not. I really like it. Technically, it's not the ultrasound that howls. (laughs) (laughs) With my Logi, this is one, with my Logi earbuds, if I put the earbuds together. Oh, there's a feedback? It creates a feedback loop? It goes crazy. I was holding it in my hand and I was like, what is that voice? (laughs) (laughs) And it it was my hand and the two earbuds together, they go crazy. See, I was I was reading a um, internal post about uh, the ultrasound howling and the technology that's behind it. Uh, it was some yeah. really, really interesting stuff about what the speakers are doing. They emit a certain pitch, and the other computers high range. And um, you know, it's crazy and the yeah. amount of work that goes in just to stop it, right? Yeah. Um, I don't have an answer for this. I'm just sharing this out for others. Uh, unless one of you two have an answer on the new routing option. Sorry, your English routing option. No agents opted, logged in, pop up at call queues. Uh, no, I didn't. No agent opted, logged. No, I'd have to go check on that. Yeah, I don't know what that one's all about. So it, those of you in, I think that was a LinkedIn comment. If you can. Uh, yeah, I guess that's the call queue. On the LinkedIn's. We opted in. Uh, yeah. Right, I think... Explicit recording concerned, simplified navigation. There's yeah. a looks like March. I mean, going by the GA date of all of these items for Teams, March is going to be busy. And is that when Teams 2.0 is scheduled to come out that you don't know anything about that you're allowed to say? Which one? Isn't that a March update? So I wonder if these all get 
kind of. I mean, some Apple CarPlay maybe more for an iPhone, but yeah, a lot we, of these might be things that are going to go live on uh, with Teams 2.0 because it doesn't seem like it would make a lot of sense to continue to code in the old framework for these new features and then rewrite them in a new framework. But, you know, that's just me, a not MVP, not Microsoft employee talking publicly, which you guys aren't allowed to. So, (laughs) Uh, I think that's everything for the roadmap. Uh, Exciting new ones that caught my eye, I guess. Anything else you... I think the one that I'm excited about is the the new GUI for uh, Teams Rooms. Ah, the new oh yes, I have I have seen that. Uh, I am NDA on that one because I am in the Tap 100. But uh, if you've seen the Android interface, <laughs> like it's it's similar. It's similar. There are some things that are a little different on the Windows one. I don't think I can talk about that necessarily. If there are screenshots, then there's a public blog on the new vibrant look for Teams. Yeah, so there's a public we, screenshot. We, well, last two weeks. Yeah, but I uh, I was using it for a little while, and then I had to reset my MTR, and it went you know went back to the old view, and I'm like, oh, god, that's so uninteresting and not fun. So I am oh, immediately a fan of the. I'm immediately a huge fan of the new layouts for Team Drums Windows, and it definitely brings that feeling of feature parity as well across you know Android and Windows, um, and it's more vibrant. More buttons, definitely more vibrant that we need. Um, I like it. I, I really like it. Looks like yeah, it's just it. it seeing the new one just psychologically makes me want to touch the buttons. Seeing the old one where it's kind of cold and austere, it's less. It's not inviting. It's like, what does this button do? As opposed to, oh, this looks like a mobile app. Boom! I'll just push a button. <laughs> yeah. I think even the most simple thing, having the calendar on the on, on the front of uh, room view. Yep. That alone sells it to me. I'm like, yep, that's you walk in a room, you look at a screen, you just want to see what the next meeting is. You know, you want to be looking at a, you know, yeah, but it code. makes it just internally at Jabra, people are like, what's the difference between Teams Rooms, Windows, and Android? I'm like, oh, users can walk in, it looks the same ish. Now you can pretty much say it looks the same. So um, you don't have to go, well, if they're using the, and walking into Teams Rooms, Windows room, you're going to see this black and white display, but the, the same meet button. Versus this colorful, vibrant display with calendar and the meet button. So that, that I think that just makes end-user training a lot easier. And I do think the new interface is just more inviting to, to interact with. Yeah, yeah. I got to drop. All right. I think it's time. It's 10.05. Sorry, it's 50 minutes. Thank you, Mo. Mo Mondays. Mo Mondays. Find on Mondays. Tech. You're what? Mo Mondays on Monday. On Monday. 9 a.m. Yeah, so start your week. With more with Mondays, nine. end it with selling Teams Rooms every Friday and so with us every other Friday. But, uh, yeah, it's Teams Rooms Tech Talk on YouTube, Mo Mondays. He's only got one episode out so far, so five minutes. Actually, that one was seven minutes because he did a two-minute intro. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. I'm trying to get him down to five minutes. Hey, selling, t- selling, we, that's why, that's why like, we don't have a time limit on here. We try to keep it under an hour, but we've done an hour 20, and we've done 35 minutes. Um but uh, yeah, selling teams rooms five. Uh, sorry, t- selling teams rooms did twelve minutes today. So the fastest ten minutes became the fastest twelve minutes. So when there's a lot of things to talk about, you do it. So thank you, everyone. Goodbye, thank you. Mo. Thanks, Mo. Thanks for joining us. Goodbye, Have Martin. Bye. Have a great weekend. Bye. Thank you all. <laughs>